Welcome to another episode of Brah. Brah. Finance. Brah. Brah. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Brah Finance. In this episode, we're going to be talking about your first priority should be getting rid of your credit card debt. And before we get into it, just a full disclaimer, we are not financial experts. We're not financial advisors. So before making any financial decisions, please consult with a professional. All right. So let's get into the episode. All right. Here we are for another episode. So we're going to be talking about getting rid of your credit card debt. That really should be the first thing you do before even thinking about buying stocks or index funds or even property or any of that stuff. Because I suppose if you don't get rid of your debt, especially credit card debt or personal loans or anything like that, where it's a really high rate of interest, it's just going to slow you down with your other investments. Like, I mean, imagine if you had like a $10,000 credit card debt and, you know, it's sapping away 500 bucks every month. That 500 could go into an index fund or that can go into extra repayments for your house or whatever it might be. So personally, I think getting rid of your credit card debt should be the absolute first step. Kirk, what do you reckon? Well, credit card debt is a slow bleed. That's for everyone. If you're investing, you're not investing. In general, it is a gouging debt that you do not notice and it consistently bleeds you out. And the best way to do that is clearing it. However, it's not something that you clear over a week, a day. It takes months, sometimes up to eight months or more, depending yeah, on depending on how, how much you do it, it is, how much you can That's pay right. off. Yeah, but no debt's big enough. You can always clear it. You yeah. just have to be disciplined at it. Yeah. So, Kirk, let's just say, let's do an example, right? Let's say you have three credit cards, right? And Ooh. they all have one has twenty percent, one has fifteen percent, one has seventeen percent. You know, and they're with three different banks, and you need to pay it off, right? Well, what do you do? That's the well. I've never had that situation. I always had just a one bank. That's really something that you yeah. shouldn't be doing in the first place, to be honest. Um, but you shouldn't blame yourself either, because these credit oh, card companies, man, that's what they do. They want to push as many credit cards to you as possible. Yeah, you yeah. actually have a point there, because they actually um, they target you. They give oh, you sure. all these like benefits, point systems, you name it. They want oh, exactly. your business. That's how they gouge you. Oh, for sure, man. For it's sure. it's it's legalized daylight robbery. That's yeah, how it is. Banks much. are thieves. Pretty much. Pretty much. Hopefully, no bankers are listening to this, but whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What but, about? Um, why don't you tell us what you um, what do you do, uh, Mister Gentleman, in that situation? Like, <laughs> if you got three credit cards like that, I mean, I've never been in that situation too. But yeah, it would be good to know. Okay. So uh, actually, be interesting to hear what Gentleman say because right. I'm pretty sure go. me and Christian don't have three credit cards. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. All right. So let me tell you my story. Yes, I did have three credit cards. That's why I asked the question. Like back in the day, like five or six years ago, I had three credit cards. Right? Why? I have no idea. Right? But it was just one of those things you do. And it was really stupid because then, you know, one has a $10,000 debt or, you know, whatever it might be, they're all mixed up. And it's very easy for it to kind of run away on you. And very quickly, you don't even want to check your statements anymore. And whatever money you're putting in there feels like it's not even doing anything, you know? So what do you do? Well, one of the things you can do, and this is the one I recommend, and this is the one I did is you do a debt consolidation. So you can go to any bank. I think it's pretty much any bank, but I went to ANZ. And what they did was they took all those loans, or all those credit card debts from whichever banks they were coming from. One was coming from Commonwealth Bank. I think the other one was ANZ, something like that. I can't remember. I can't remember now, but I know they were from three different places, right? So then Mm -hmm. 
They take all those debts, they bring it all together, and then they put it under one credit card. So that's step one. So now you've got one thing instead of three. The way I like to think about it is, you know, imagine you have three kids, you know, two of the guys in this group already have kids. Imagine you have three kids versus if only if you had one kid. You know, one kid is much easier to deal with. Yeah. Can I get a hurrah, boys? Huh? Hurrah. Hurrah. Yeah, even though we yeah. a kid, it's tough. It's <laughs> right tough. on point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, now instead of three things to think about, you only got one. Okay. But you still have the interest rate. But what you can do is when you sign up to these, um, I think they're called balance transfers. It is. Memory. It is called balance transfers. <laughs> yeah. They're quite popular. They're if very you popular. know where to look at it. Yeah, exactly. So you it's do actually these- really nice for the bank to do this. I didn't know that you can, yeah. you can do this. That's good. Yeah, exactly. So you what can they say do is- that. You can mm. say that. <laughs> yeah, but there's a reason they like to do it. So we'll get to that in a second. But so basically they bring all the debt into one and then they give you a credit card. But with the balance transfer, what you're really looking for is a period of time where it's zero interest. So my one was a 12-month zero-interest balance transfer. So all the debt went into one, and now I only have one thing to pay off, and I have 12 months to pay it off before the interest kicks in and it becomes just like any other credit card. So yeah, back to your your remark, CJ, which is basically, why would the banks do this? Like It means they're going to lose money. Well, I think, I'm just guessing, the reason they do this is because they're counting on you to not pay it back in time. That's what they're counting on. And I'm guessing the interest rate on these ones are significantly higher than a standard credit card. Yeah, right? well, that's what I Kirby said. You know, the banks try to bleed you as much as they can. But you know what? I 100% agree with what you've said, Jed. Um, paying off your credit card debt is the one thing you need to prioritize. Because you said it's very stressful. It oh, is God, very stressful paying off your credit card at the same time thinking about investment. So if you can focus on just paying up your credit card first, just to have that peace of mind. So later on, if you want to pay, you want to get into investment, then, you know, do it. So at least you're not thinking about any debt in your mind. Because otherwise, if you're trying to pay your debt at the same time investment, it's just going to, I don't know, it's just going to make you crazy and confuse you. Oh, 100%, man. I couldn't have said it better myself. Like, seriously, you can only really do, I guess, one thing at a time. So when we talk about it in this podcast of, you know, you're building your financial strategy. It's not just about going in there and just doing all random stuff. You know, you got to have a step-by-step plan to go from having heaps of debt like I did to now, you know, getting to the other end, which is, I don't know, it could be anything for you. It could be a passive income stream. It could be um, uh, stock investments. It could be multiple real estate properties, whatever it is, right? But having that step-by-step and doing one thing at a time, then you're all good. So as the saying goes, if you chase two rabbits, then you're not going to catch any, right? So you want to do one thing at a time. All right. So that's the kind of the first step. And that's right. You know, paying off your debt, you know, it it may be simple term, oh, I'm just paying off my debt, but it's the start of being, what do you call that term? Being financial independent. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what that term is. No, no, you're right. Being in control. Being being in control. You're right. Yeah. 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 It's like taking your life back. It's correct, like, correct. It's like for, for me, it felt like the banks controlled me. It's like they owned me. They owed you know? a piece of your soul. That's what yeah, it is. Exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then suddenly, like, you know, on that day where you pay off that so last could, bit of debt. Could, could like, you sleep oh. at night? Dude, you know what? Did you like, sleep that night when you had those credit card debt, Jed? Honestly, like, I, <laughs> I remember all those times that... So the way I paid off my credit card was I didn't do it online. What I did was every time I got paid on, like, I think it was a Wednesday... I'd go to the ATM first and I would withdraw $500 in cash. Then I would go to the actual bank and wait in line and then pay it off. 
right? And the wow. reason the reason I did why? that, I'll tell you why I did that, right? So, but yeah, people have said to me in the past, like, why would you do that? Just do it online. Okay, I'll tell you the reason. So, when you're in the process of starting to pay off your credit card, right? It's very tempting to be like, ah, whatever, I'll just skip this payment and buy something on eBay or whatever. So, you want to try and associate a good experience with what you're doing. Now, mo- now most people, like, when they go and pay their credit card, it's kind of a negative experience because you're like, fuck, I just worked for this money and now they're taking it from me, you know? And that's a very negative experience. And, you know, whenever you have, oh, that was a loud cough. <laughs> whenever you have negative experiences, it's very rarely that you want to do it again. Yeah. So what you want to do is you want to kind of transform it into a positive experience. So what I did was by going to the bank and paying them off, my reward was I could go to the food court or I can go to my, to go EV games or somewhere and I would reward myself. Something small. So that every time I paid off my debt, yeah, exactly. So every time I paid off my debt, I wasn't like avoiding the fact I'm losing money. I was looking forward to buying a new game or getting a nice meal or, you know, treating myself to McDonald's or whatever it is. Right. And then it made me keep coming back and keep paying it off more and more and more, you know, just by making a positive experience. That's kind of the reason. That's as long as you don't buy another PlayStation after you pay off your debt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Kirk. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. We're I, all I, we're all gamers, by the way. I save my money for this kind of stuff. Right? <laughs> Actually, on that note, let's talk about that. So most people, when they're paying off a credit card, here's the process, right? So they go, I'm, I've decided to pay off my credit card. I'm going to put away $200 every week. So they get paid. They pay off the $200, and then that's it. But there's all sorts of other things you can do as well to, in, to fast track paying off the credit card. And that is, you can do things like Kirk does. He sells things, you know, or he'll make something and then sell it. Or you can find stuff around the house and sell that, you know, or you can sell something online or you can create something on YouTube or whatever it is. Every little bit, every little dollar, $10 here, $5 here, it adds up, you know? Yeah. So there's other things you can do besides just waiting for your paycheck, you know, get creative, you know, get active, have a bit of initiative. I mean, it's your credit card. No one cares if you pay it or not, except you. Exactly. The banks do. They don't want you to pay. It. They don't want you to pay, it, right? So don't I mean, forget, they're your best friend. They've been there for so many years. You yeah, know? exactly. They're right? so loyal. Exactly. <laughs> uh, cough, cough. Yeah, you know. So I mean, you know, get creative. But this step is extremely important, like getting on your financial journey, because, like we said before, if you have debt, and you have especially credit card debt or personal loans, and like CJ says, it's very hard to focus on other things. But imagine, right? And this is a good kind of thought and vision exercises. You know, every time you go and pay it off, you're getting one day closer to freedom, to getting your life right. to getting control, you know? So just keep imagining, what am I going to feel like when I pay that last um, bill? Well, some people will actually um, split their paycheck. So for example, let's say you get 2000 a fortnight and you mm. put 500 away to be sent to the credit card itself. You can actually have it that set up. So you don't actually see it. Yeah, you don't actually see it. And being automatic means you won't forget it. And when you activate it, as soon as the pay comes in, it means you're paying your debts first. There's no point like getting a paycheck on a Monday of $2,000, enjoying your life and then going, I'll pay pay it at the end of the week. Because most likely you'll just spend it. So you're better off paying it off. That's where most people are having struggles with. Yeah, because they're just like, they're too excited just having a great life. It's like, no, just pay it off first and just enjoy the rest. You know? Yeah. 
Like, honestly, why mm. you couldn't do that? It's just discipline. And, you know, I mean, again, it's your life. It's your choice if you don't want to pay it off. You can just keep paying the banks. They don't care. They're not going to stop you. You know, they're not going to tap you on the shoulder. It's like, you're paying a lot of interest. You know, we can do something about that. <laughs> no, they actually purposely yeah. not tell you. They're not going to tell you. They don't you, communicate man. to you. All right. Yeah. Just well, really another, yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. well, another thing, you know, you might have to review whatever you're paying on a monthly basis. Like, right now, it's so easy to spend on so many things. Like, oh, I've got gosh. Netflix, Stan. I've got, you know, all these subscription. Like... <laughs> It's so tempting just to stay on them. And sometimes you even forget about them. But, you know, this $5, they adds up if you think about it. Yeah. So, they not. Yeah. Well, That's true. Payment, yeah. Set it to like a, like a family setting and then everyone else chip in. Yeah, 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 that's, that's a good idea. Actually, you can do that. Yeah. That's another point like about getting just, creative. So it's not just about selling stuff and making money. It's about also getting yeah, creative. There's a lot of ways. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Reducing expenses. So, for example, right? Here's a simple example, right? About being creative. So you have an electricity bill. Yeah. So every night, instead of just leaving all the devices on, you know, maybe you leave a fan on or something like that. Or, you know, sometimes the set top box on a TV or the TV plugged in or whatever, those things consume, consume electricity, even when they're on that pilot mode. So why not? Wow. Stand by mode. Stand yeah. by mode. Are you, are you, are you my mom? That's like my mom told yeah, every, yeah. Every, every I time when I used to live it, I was like, turn off your light. Yeah. Because turn it off your fan you if know you're not using it. I read an yeah. article the other day and it said the exact thing where it's like, you have no idea how much power that little light does. True. That's just true. actually pilot like that. So yeah, exactly. we always tell you turn off the lights at home all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even like computers, so. laptops, forget yeah. all sorts hey. of, you know, and that's just a cost saving. Put on a jacket or a blanket instead of turning on your heater. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Exactly. So there's lots of creative ways. Be creative. To, correct. That's yeah, correct. Not yeah. just to make money, but reduce your expenses or, you know, and I know one person in this chat is going to love this next one. Are you ready for this? Hang on. Instead of shopping at Coles, you should shop at... Don't tell me, Amazon. <laughs> no, it's for you, CJ. Instead of Coles you, and Woolworths, where should you shop? I'll be. I'll be. And you are, man. 100%, man. You know, CJ talks about Aldi so much, we think he works for them. He's actually in a Facebook group that's it called Aldi. Up. It tastes the same. I buy can of tuna all the time. You know, you go Coles or Woolies. What, $2.50, $2, you go Ali 79 cents. Yeah. I mean, and that amount of money you're saving, it adds oh, up. It adds up, man. And I'll give you an example yeah. of adds up, right? Of how little things adds up. So, in, I don't think you guys are with ING, are you? With your bank? Mm, yes, we are. No, not oh, me. Not me. Right. So, ING has this savings maximizer or a maximizing something feature. And basically, what it does is if you, it rounds it to the nearest $5, right? And then the difference gets put to your savings. So the way it works is, let's say I go to the shops and I buy sushi. And sushi costs $4, for example. What it will do is it'll round it up to five and whatever the difference is, in this case, $1, it will automatically push to one of my accounts on every transaction I make. You know? What? I, yeah, yeah. So McDonald's here, going to the shops here, buying something from Bunnings, going JB. Every time there's a little bit of a difference. So if I go to JB and I buy something for $44.95, it rounds it to the nearest five. So it's an extra five cents. And it moves the five cents to this other account. And it just keeps saving it throughout the year. In one year, the most I ever had in that account, just from all those little additions, was $5,000. No way. Yeah. 
I think it was what? about five thousand. Because you don't notice it. You don't it's notice awesome. a dollar yeah. here, there, a dollar there, As a dollar here. Tell, a dollar. Yeah. Jed but, spends yeah. a lot of money. Gee, That's you it, know man. How many tops I, no, you know, you know why? I, I tap in a day. <laughs> oh, dude, it's ridiculous. Do you know why? Because yeah. when I buy tuna, like ten pieces of tuna, they're separate transactions. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> actually, you, you have to remember about tapping. Um, if you keep tapping, you actually get charged surcharge. Yeah, I know. I really should. Uh, well, so that's another thing. You know what? I noticed thing. that. I thought it's a new thing. Like, I've never... No. That's, a, that's been a go on for ages. You should always insert. Yeah. There you go. That's oh. another way you can save money. You know? Thanks. If you really it's wanted to things, save money. I actually didn't, didn't even know that. that. Yeah, I didn't even know I that. I didn't know that. Thanks for, thanks for that. I know, right? You didn't know that. Yeah. It's there. Yeah, you can see it. I know, but every time it's like, what, what, you know, are you paying by card or cash? Because automatically, if you're paying by card and, you know, anyone, they just input the surcharge straight, straight away on the on the FPOS machine. Is that even if, if you I don't eat see it because Asian it adds on top? Oh. I thought it was illegal for it to have surcharge. I thought honest. it was illegal too. I thought they made that illegal. but okay. No, they've been, I see it all the time. Yeah, I know. It's because we always go to those Asian um, Asian restaurants and stuff, and they always bloody do surcharges, <laughs> man. Hey, them. but they're making money, so. Yeah, they're making a, they're making a killing. Oh, uh, yeah. So. Well, as you said, it adds up. Even just, you know, 10 cents. <laughs> oh, yeah, it adds up, up in the end later up. on. You know? So, so yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, there's there you go. So, there's a lot of creative ways you can get around to saving or reducing your expenses and why it's so important having a credit card debt. Um, I think maybe that's it for this episode. What do you guys reckon? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Think, I, think, yeah. I think that's everything. So, yeah, let's close up shop now. Um, thank you for listening. Here's another episode. So, hopefully we hear you guys or we see you guys at the next episode. Bye. Brah. 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 Thanks for watching another episode of Brah finance if you want to support the work we're doing you love the things you're hearing from us consider supporting us through patreon at patreon.com forward slash bra b-r-a-h underscore finance by signing up you're going to get access to all sorts of things like spreadsheets and articles and video and training and all sorts of content so again thank you for watching and have a great day